0: This is Godliness with Contentment, episode 31. Good day. My name is Keno Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. I believe that it's possible for believers to reach financial independence or financial freedom, and that's what we're talking about today. And today, I'm going to introduce what I believe are the five principles of financial freedom for Believers. As we get started, I want to say from the break that I believe that the Bible tells us how to handle money. We are uh, those who believe in God, we want to do what is right by Him. Well, His Word tells us how to look at money. And when we look at money through the lens of the Bible, I believe that we will know what to do with money. So I'm going to hit five things that will help us in terms of our view of money and then how to win with money. The first thing is remembering where it comes from, remembering the source. One of my favorite passages about money in the Bible, Deuteronomy 8 and 18, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And before the Hebrews go into the promised land, God warns them through Moses to remember something. God would give them the land, and he has given them the ability to produce wealth. Now, if they allowed their minds to wonder, to think that their success, lands, flocks, herds, silver, gold, was because of them, then they'd become proud and they would forget God. And when they forget God, all kind of terrible things would happen. But God gave them the ability to produce wealth, and that's exactly what he does for me and you today as well. So that was number one. Remember the source. Second principle, work hard. He has given this, given us the ability to produce wealth, but now we must use it. God has given us the talents and the skills, so we shouldn't sit on them and do nothing. Proverbs 10 and 4, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Not many of us have been gifted with money, right? We don't have a rich uncle or grandpa that has left us a bundle of money. And so what do we have to do? We need to work. We need to get up and work. And work is actually not a dirty word. I remember my grandfather, he was, a, um, he was a farmer on one of the islands here in the Bahamas, and he worked hard. And I remember going out there one day, me and my brother and some cousins one summer, and I went out there and I was like, I don't want to do this. The sun was hot. We had to get water from the well. There was no shade. I'm like, this is hard work, and I don't want to do this. The truth is, I don't have to be a farmer to work hard, right? I could do whatever God has blessed me with, and I use those skills to work hard. But working hard is the second principle. And then, of course, as we think about working hard, the Bible says that hard work brings a profit, right? Diligent hands bring wealth. So let's work hard. The third thing I want to talk about when I talk about principles is that we need to avoid debt. Now, the Bible does not say that we should get into debt. Or oh, sorry, it doesn't say that we should not get into debt. It however tells us that if we're in debt we need to get out of debt. Now, I know I could get into a lot of trouble with The people who used uh, debt and leverage and all this kind of things. But I'm only telling you what I see from the Bible. That I should avoid debt. If I'm in it, get out of it. Okay. In fact, I'm in it, I'm trying to get out of it, and I don't intend to get back into it. Proverbs 22 and 7, the rich rule over the poor, the borrower is slave to the lender. Romans 13 and 8, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another, for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. So there's this old saying by an unknown person, right? I owe, I owe, it's off to work, I go. And the thing that I believe is that many of us are at some time stuck in our jobs that we don't like, don't appreciate. Why? Because we owe and we have to go to work, right? Because we're upstanding citizens. We want to do what's right. We want to pay our debts off. But we're also stuck in that dead-end job because of debt. Imagine being out of debt. Imagine the choices you could then make and even the job that you could do, right? Because you don't have debt. So, Let's get out of it. If we're in it, and if we're not in it, avoid it. That's not me. That's Bible. So the fourth principle is that we should save, right? We should save. Well, of course, there's that old joke about Jesus saves, right, when it comes to saving on the computer. But as believers, we should also save. One of the big reasons that we should save is to leave an inheritance for our children and our grandchildren. And Proverbs 13 and 22 helps with that. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. And then Proverbs 21 and 20 wants us not to be um, just spenders or just consumers. It says, The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. And this was one of the big uh, misconceptions I had, just about growing old and thinking that, oh, my kids are going to take care of me and I don't have anything to worry about. Eh, They may take care of me. Uh, They may kick me in my butt. But the Bible tells me that I must store up an inheritance a leave an inheritance for them. I wasn't doing that. I was thinking they would take care of me, and they may, but I need to do my part. Yes, they need to do their part what the Bible tells them to to honor, etc. But I need to do my part and leave an inheritance for them. So that was my fourth principle: we need to save, right? Obviously, we need to save for our children. We need to save for a rainy day. We need to save for investment as we get old, but we need to save. And then the fifth principle we're going to talk about today, we're going to round, up, round off with, is be generous. Uh, scripture I'm going to use here, Proverbs 11, 24, and 25. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Now, all throughout the Bible, God tells his people to be generous towards his work getting done and towards the poor and needy. When we honor God with the money he has blessed us with, he actually blesses us even more. And he blesses us even more so we can continue to spend the money and give, etc., the way he wants us to use the money. And we actually honor him by being generous and by being a blessing to others. So in this short episode, I want to highlight those five things, principles from the Bible. One, we need to remember the source. God is the source of money. He gives us the ability to produce wealth. We need to work hard with what he has given us, right? Those talents, skills, etc. We need to avoid debt. That's number three. Number four, we need to save for emergencies, for uh, later on in life, uh, old age, but also leaving for our children. And then number five, we need to be generous. We need to be generous with what God has given us. Be a blessing with the blessings he has blessed us with. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope you join me on my next episode, but please tell your friends and family how to find the podcast. They can look for Godliness with Contentment, uh, the places where they listen to podcasts. This is Kino Hanna signing off. Check you later.